Hello. Uh, welcome to the Push to Shout podcast. This is episode, I believe, 37 or 38 or something. And uh, I am your host for today, Scipio Sigmatic. I'm Brutal Compounder. And uh, we've got a lot of video games to talk about. Uh, and, you know, it's been a hopefully a nice 4th of July weekend for everyone. Was it a nice 4th of July weekend for you? Yes, we all celebrated our freedom with our hot durgers on the grill. That's right. Uh, it was a very patriotic event, very formal, and I did manage to make a new video over the weekend in spirit of our, uh, well, today actually, but fucking who cares, I'll just count it, um, in the spirit of America's greatest pastime, Christianity, and it's, uh, I don't want to say too much about it, but I think you guys should watch it. Yeah, I, uh... Into our stuff. I watched it earlier today, and uh, it really gives a, I don't know, just a different just different perspective on, you know, something that, you know, Christianity is such a big part of the nation nationwide we conversation. Did, I dig deep down into the origin of evil on an ontological, philosophical level, and we'll probably talk more about that, the subject of that video later, but <laughs> just before right. any spoilers, you should go watch it now. <laughs> that's right. You okay. should stop the podcast right now and go watch it. You know, you keep it brief. You keep it very – considering how huge the subject that you're tackling is, you keep it extremely brief. I, I always pride myself on concision. That's right. Okay. Uh, have you played any video games? So, I mean, we, we, our last podcast was late last week, so we, don't, we haven't had a, long, a lot of time to play video games or anything. But, but have, you, have you played anything? Uh, yeah, I did a couple things. Um, I started up the new, or not the new, the old Fire Emblem, the fourth one. The, it was never made, made, or fucking, I can't talk today, sorry. It was never released in America. A lot of people consider it to be the best one, though, so I found a translation and started playing it. It's fun. Don't have much to say about it, though. Uh, as far as video games go, though, I did watch the full trailer of Allison Road. We talked about that last week. That's that horror game that's oh, oh, sort oh. of based on PT. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't actually watch it all the way through or with sound or paying attention closely. But I did now, and my opinion of it just changed completely. Like <laughs> the only thing that uh, PT did well that it manages to do is the visuals. I mean, the rest of it just the it's cheap jump scares and scary voices that say oh, "I see you," and it's like uh, the sound is pretty bad for, for yeah. certain things. It's and the design of it too—you can see almost all the house. It's like a very straight shot, so it doesn't have that tension that PT yeah. got by making you round the corner and making you walk through doors and things like that. I don't know. It just seems lesser in every way. And that's, yeah. that's disappointing, but that kind of expected, because there's that whole industry of indie games, indie horror games, that basically are like really cheaply produced and, and shoved out the door so that YouTubers can play them. And they get really popular on Steam for like a day or two because the YouTubers played them, and everyone wants to play the game that PewDiePie played, uh, and that Who might would... be what they're going for. So, yeah, it seems like much more of like a cynical copy of PT now than it did. It kind of looked like a labor of love before I saw anything but the visuals. Mm. The the visuals look great. They're very realistic. They're just like PT in that everything is polished to a mere shine, and it all looks. Fantastic, but that's kind of it. Well, that's that's disappointing. Yeah. Um, I 
I have not played a lot of video games. I, I went to my friend's lake house over the weekend, and so not a lot of video. I, actually, we did have a Nintendo 64 there. We played some. Uh, we played a, an old wrestling game. Uh, those are terrible. Those old Nintendo 64 wrestling games. They're terrible in a really fun way. And uh, and then we played some Mario Tennis, which is the opposite of terrible. I love Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis uh, is so good. It is really, really good. They're coming out with another one for Wii U, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and other than that, it's basically the usual. I played a little more Trackmania, which continues to be fun. And uh, Counter-Strike Go, which I've been having a lot of fun with. I've found a couple more people that I'm playing with around my rank. I, I've ranked up pretty significantly lately. I, I, there must have been like a sweeping ban or something like that like they must have banned a lot of people or something because like all of a sudden it seems like it's a lot easier or or maybe i got a lot better but uh it seems like a lot easier because i, I went up from like nova 4 to master guardian elite like really quickly so i don't know what's up with that nice. yeah i'm really good basically uh i'm having fun with that uh but that's that's about it i've got a bunch of games in my backlog right now that i need to get through but my priority right now is probably going to be to finally finished Witcher 3. I haven't been playing it very often lately. I've just been distracted mostly. And uh, and they're also they're coming out with a new patch very soon. Uh, it's going to fix a lot of basically the most obvious, biggest problems that people have with the game. It, it has a terrible, terrible inventory system. Uh, like, I, Did you play Oblivion a lot? I did. So uh, you, I actually started playing it on console, so it was even yeah. worse. So you, you know the 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 whole huge issues with the the inventory system in Oblivion where you're having to like scroll yeah. through a without, bunch of keys to get to the books and stuff without mods it's pretty dire yeah it is and uh, <clears throat> Witcher three it seems like they modeled their inventory system almost entirely out of Oblivion's <laughs> just like like the same kind of categories and stuff with no filtering or sorting of any kind great idea um, to aspire to yeah, and and so they're apparently they're addressing that issue. They're gonna add filters, and they're gonna make it so that you can see which books you've read. It's a major problem. We're like, have I read this? Can I throw this away? Can I buy, can I sell this? And also like ingredients for potions. You collect a huge amount of them. There's there's a huge variety of them, uh, but you don't know whether you're gonna need it any time in the next you know fifty hours of gameplay. So it's hard to collect ingredients not knowing whether you need them. And apparently they're going to make those weightless, and they're going to put them in a separate inventory, so that's going to be nice. That's good. I like the way that they do their patches. They support it for free with substantial bug fixes. And yes, they're famous. Release. They're famous for their video game support. And and also, they're, they're apparently even going to... They've already improved the movement system a lot. It was really bad when the game came out, and then, like, I think only just a few days later, they, they updated it to where uh, basically the, the most egregious problems with the movement were fixed, where, like, no, you no longer like you. If you press somewhere on the stick, it, it, sometimes you would take like a few steps, which would be really inconvenient and sometimes deadly. <laughs> and uh, and so they've they've made it. They made that that no longer a problem. But apparently, they're going to address it even further in this next patch and like create an alternate movement system that you can choose to turn on or off. I don't know. I don't know what that's going to be like. But uh, is it like faster or? I more doubt respons- it. It's probably just more responsive. I I, I assume that it's probably. Like uh, going to be more like a one to one, like you press left, he goes left, kind of thing. Where the, maybe the animations look a little bit goofy. Um, I would be willing to put up with that. Yeah, I, I, we'll we'll see. Uh, right now, the movement is okay. You get used to it, 
and the major problems that that were there when the game came out are no longer there. So it's 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 honestly it's fine right now. But if they made it, if they make it better, then fantastic. So good for them. Um, In barely related Witcher three news, I actually bought it today for PC. Oh yay! Uh, one of my one of my relatives sent me a Steam gift card out of the blue, so I took it, and uh, I didn't want to. If I bought it now, then I wouldn't have the temptation to get it for PS4 early anymore. So that's done, and it's sitting there, and I can't run it, but <laughs> I will be able to soon. Yep, that's... Uh, oof. It's a tease. It's a very it's good game. It's a real game. tease. It's a very, very good game, and I'm looking forward to playing more of it when I have, like... Basically, you need you need to just set aside a few hours, at least, to just immerse yourself into it and, and, and really play through it. Um, that's part of the reason I've been playing it recently. I've been kind of busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's... I mean, that about wraps it up for, for what I've been doing personally. Uh, but we do have some, some things that... Uh, some news and some kind of interesting things information coming out about upcoming games that's kind of exciting uh and we'll just start out with the big one how about we'll just start out we watched today actually the uh kojima posted the metal gear solid 5 alternate routes for the e3 demo that they were showing where it was just a really simple mission where you go in and you extract the target and uh, and he said, "All right, I'm going to be posting a video where it shows alternate routes." And so he posted this. They've they now have this like 30 minute video where there's four different routes that Snake takes. Uh, not not just routes, but completely different uh, ideologies, I guess, to to completing the the mission. And because yeah. uh, when cool. I when I watched it the first time, the the one that they showed at E3, um, they kind of tease that stuff or they don't maybe explicitly do it but you just kind of are constantly thinking well he could have done it another way maybe what if he did it at night because they showed that they waited for the same storm to pass yeah. and everything and that they actually showed the different possibilities is great like you actually get to see all the different ways it can play out Th- that game uh we didn't really talk about the e3 gameplay that they showed i guess not yeah and i guess we don't need to dwell on it because it's uh weeks old now but I'm really liking the way that the, I don't think you'd call it the meta, but like the, the structure of the game. We we always knew that the stealth gameplay was tight from Ground Zeroes, but the question was sort of how it was all going to fit together. Yeah, and that's pretty clear to me at this point. It's really looking solid. Yeah, it's no very pun. clear. Like it, it seems like they approached the game with a very uh, focused idea of here's what we want the game to be at its core. And it's like, okay, it's, it's free roam, tons of options to how to complete an objective, very, just very open-ended gameplay in every sense of the word. Uh, and uh, it, it, that's a pretty major departure. I mean, in some ways, Metal Gear Solid has always had kind of the options of like, well, you know, stealth or just kind of go in guns of blazing. And um, various games have been, you know, have approached that that kind of differently. Metal Gear Solid Four, actually, when you think about it, was was pretty open ended in a lot of ways. But uh, this is this is a whole new level of yeah freedom. What I liked about everything we've seen with uh, Metal Gear Solid Five is that yeah, you could go in guns a blazing in like three, but the gun mechanics suck, and you're clearly sure. not supposed to do it that way. This, I don't think I would really feel so bad using guns once in a while like it wouldn't kind of break the spirit of the game for me anymore yeah i mean to me like i know based on other games kind of of a similar nature 
that I'm going to approach every mission basically with the idea of like, all right, I don't want to set off any alarms, you know, I, I want to yeah. get, get in and out silently. But the open-ended nature of it's going to, you know, uh, there's going to be times where you're going to get caught. And then, you know, going guns blazing might actually be a legitimate option that could be fun and effective. And that's that's exciting. I, I like having that option. And, and it's going to be – I think that's where they, – they've showed this a little bit. But mostly with this one, they they were showing, you know, different ways to infiltrate. But I think the the really exciting stuff and the what really can take advantage of this open-ended gameplay is – trying to get out of a bad situation and, and the, the different options that you're granted to do that, you know, do you hide or do you fight or do you run, you know? And, uh, I, I, it's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be really silly. <laughs> um, yeah, there's so many cute, that's the best word for him. I think cute touches yeah. in those, uh, two gameplay demos, like sliding down the hill in the box. It's really <laughs> weird because the trailers have been so serious like yeah. if you watch those the trailers, like the I guess there's probably like four there's major the, music video trailers. The green band, the red band, nuclear, and uh, whatever one just came out. Yeah, and uh, those are like 100 percent played straight, and there's no goofiness like in them at all. <laughs> and then you watch the gameplay, and I think they're I think they're focusing on the goofiness a little bit with the gameplay, with the silliness and the and the cuteness, I guess. Uh, but like. There is going to be a weird. I, there always has been in Metal Gear Solid, but there's going to be this really weird disconnect between the, the serious tone of what I assume the story will be and the and the completely crazy tone of the gameplay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I don't think it's going to be. It's clearly a disconnect. The tones are different. Uh, yeah, the goofy stuff in the story, but I don't think it's a weird disconnect for me. I'm able to sort of compartmentalize that, and I'm sure you do that too. Yeah, I mean, if you've played it, through the Metal Gear Solid series, you're forced to do that. You're used to it. But there's some, there is something about this latest one where, and I think part of it is just, is like I said, this consumption of trailer versus gameplay, where you're getting two drastically different tones side by side, and or like, not side by side. They're they're showed in a different light. Those those two kinds of like the the story versus the gameplay. And when in reality, it'll probably be a little bit more mixed in and it won't feel quite as jarring. But like right now, I just, there are some things that are just like, I won't say like bothering me to the point of like, I, I won't call it a negative. It's just a weird thing where like the technology, for example, the, 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 the droid, the eye droid. Oh, sorry. And the D Walker and the, and the, and the rocket fist and all this crazy shit that just, cannot cannot exist <laughs> especially in the past 30 years in the past i don't know like it like uh, they've always had that in metal gear solid 3 you know like you're using like a little bit like little ear earbuds and a little tiny radio on your chest and stuff like that but it's always been a little bit believable a little bit subtle about it I, until it comes to the bosses usually but but like this right. one's just full of that stuff and and it's some sometimes it's just like oh my god really but if it's fun, then who gives uh, yeah, a shit, it's, I guess? It's been a while since I've asked that question. Like, But at this point, I'm just totally invested. I just want to play this fucking game. Yeah, uh, and I think part of my problem, too, is like I, I wanted to come away from this gameplay that I saw today because there's so much awesome shit that they showed. I wanted to come away just like so excited. But I feel like the literally years of anticipation has 
made it harder for me to 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 really get excited. It doesn't even feel like it's I guess two months off. It feels oh, really yeah. I it feels so. longer. Yeah, it does. It feels longer, and it just doesn't feel like something that's actually coming out anytime soon. And and so I see this stuff, and I'm like, yeah, great, all right, whatever. Um, but yeah, because this would this would be impressive even for like a heavily scripted pre-alpha demo. But I mean, yeah. this is close to release. It's very close. Yeah, uh, there there is some weird stuff in there. Okay, this is this is nitpicking, <laughs> but it, it it bothered me a lot. Uh, the first first was the horse. Um, apparently, to go fast on the horse, you have to go yeah, yeah, yeah every like three seconds, and you travel some long distances. And it was fast forwarding through them, but every time it wasn't fast forwarding, Snake was saying yeah every three seconds, and it was the exact same dialogue, <laughs> and, and it was just so yeah, that was a little dumb. Like what? I, I it just little things like that and like quiet singing the same little tune over and 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 over through the through the radio. I, I, there's some really weird stuff going on. I don't know what to think about it. A weird and not in like a Metal Gear sense, and just like a like why. I can I can take quiet, but the yeah the repeated horse stuff. He shouldn't have to to audibleize that. <laughs> it's really weird. every time. I'm pretty I, sure not even Ocarina of Time did that. I might be wrong, but. I'm pretty sure the neigh and the blah sound, the shout, would <laughs> yeah. only happen like once every few spurs that you did. I don't remember correct. I might not remember correctly though. So, oh, I guess whatever. 2015. Like, if you're gonna have that happen, then like record a few different, a few different pieces of dialogue. I, yeah, I, and I get that Kiefer Suther, Kiefer Sutherman. Sutherland. Did I, no, fucking Jesus! One of our people on a mumble calls him that as a joke, and now oh, I'm kind of fucking I wonder who up together. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. I know he's expensive, but you can probably make him grunt a couple more times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a couple more minutes in that uh, in that dial- the the voice booth, and get him to say yeah, and come on now, and <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just hope that. I don't know. That that's not gonna ruin the game for anyone, but it's just so weird. And and the whole Kiefer Sutherland thing, we talked about that, you know, a couple podcasts ago, but like is 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 Snake gonna be silent this whole game? Is it gonna be really weird? I'm really like I'm it's getting to the point where I'm as interested in just playing the game and having fun with it as a Metal Gear Solid game and also as like a study of this just drastic change in game design and and Kojima leaving and like what does all this mean and Kiefer Sutherland and replacing David Hayter like I want answers or at least I want I want either answers or more questions to to those <laughs> mysteries surrounding this game because uh, it's it's just everything about it is so weird yeah Ugh. but I'm I I kind of had the opposite reaction or maybe not opposite but I definitely had my my hype cranked Hope. up to 11 after watching those yeah i just i didn't i don't know i i think it's just a matter of time and place right now uh it, it, it's it's we're in that gray zone right now for me where I, I i can't get excited for the game yet i was excited for it earlier but now i've been burnt out on that excitement and i'm not it's not close enough to be quite excited yet i don't know but uh it god everything they keep showing i love the box that slides down the hill mm-hmm and just, it's just the dog being called D dog. <laughs> no, D horse. That's fucking cute. Yep, it'll be a good right. game. So, um, Journey 
we talked about this that we didn't know when it was coming out for PS4. They gave it a release date, and it's way sooner than I thought it was going to be. They're releasing yeah. it on uh, July 21st, and and you'll get it for free if you bought it digitally on PS3, which is awesome. Because yeah. even though it's like a short, I don't know if it's technically an indie game, but short, lowish budget game, probably one of my favorite PS3 games, period. That and Demon Souls are probably the two that are my favorite on that console. It's just a beautiful, beautiful game. Yeah, it's really nice that they're letting you... Uh, I mean, I guess I guess it's because they're not doing... I guess it's not like an HD upgrade or anything, right? It's just basically the I'm same game. I'm pretty sure it's a, re- it's a remake. Yeah. If well, it is... If not, it's, not remake, but yeah. it's 1080p, 60fps. Yeah, but like not like HD... Well, there's not really textures as such in that game really probably it's a very smooth it's like a remaster i don't know if it if it is a full remaster if it, if they do upgrade it significantly then that's surprising that they're letting you uh have it for free if you if you bought it on ps3 yeah they didn't it's, do that for flower i don't think it's a nice yeah. gesture of goodwill it is that flower came out like toward when the console was new and yeah you had to buy it even if you had it but journey is way better than flower I'm buy be... journey play journey uh I'll probably play through that a good two, three more times once it comes out. That is a must-play, for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's get on to really exciting news. Oh, uh, speaking of your video, uh, yeah, there was a trailer released. For Minecraft Story Mode. Telltale's newest adventure. Yeah. Uh, so, we knew this existed because they had released a teaser a while back. And we all talked about how horrible it was going to be. But I don't think we fully internalized just, I don't know, how uh, subtractive from human goodness it could be. I did. It, the tra- watching the trailer, it was the exact what I, it was exactly what I expected. Yeah, I, Maybe I was, I'm too pessimistic. I don't know. I wasn't expecting anything better. And it, it was what I was expecting. It was just still kind of shocking on some <laughs> moral level. Like, just, oh man. First of all, they hire Pat Oswald to do the I, voice of the protagonist. That mind. It's Why? so stupid. It's, you don't need Pat Oswald to do the voice for people to buy it. Do you think that the, the fucking kids and Let's Players need Pat Oswald to be in the game to, to buy it? Everybody's going to buy it, or at least everybody they want to buy it will, is going to buy it. So... What's the fucking point of spending that much money? Maybe you could make a new engine with half that money. Like, yeah. oh my god! And then it's just the whole thing is just every cliche one after another. It's like, uh, what have you done? Only you can save us now. And it looks like kind of just a generic the story fantasy story. Maybe I'm giving it too much Minecraft. credit here, but the story looks generic to the point of being tongue in cheek. Maybe. Well, how else can you play it? I mean... I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, but you, yeah. yeah, regardless of whether it is you know, self-aware or not, it's terrible. Like, it does not matter how self-aware it is. It's going to be awful. Just the uh, design of The existence everything, of it is terrible. The existence of it, yes. Uh, the, the, we all know Telltale is horrible facial animations. And part of it's uh, that they're working like with the Minecraft. Like the Family Guy faces on the... But, yeah, even the, uh, even, like, stupid fan YouTube video animations of Minecraft have, like, better lip sync. 
it's just, the the mouths don't even try to match up. Like, the, like well, I was instantly reminded of Family Guy mostly because the eyes, the yeah. the the eyelids that are like constantly in that like I, I don't know like lazy like I'm high kind of <laughs> positioning. I don't know how else to the the Buckley school of of face design facial design. Yeah, um, it really does kind of look that way. <laughs> yeah. um, I, really I, that can't. drives me crazy. I can't stand it. I mean, you really can't make unique-looking faces with the Minecraft aesthetic. No, no. And I'm sure I, they tried, but you just can't. It would have been a tough task to. Yeah, it, 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 that's a really hard thing to, to to tackle. But uh. And so what you get is just everybody has these quirky ass outfits, like uh, the girl who gives you the sword or whatever, and the guy with the sword in the trailer. She's got like a bandana. Like quirky little knit cap and is all punk and then it's just fucking stupid it's so dumb they should have gone full on nightmare mode and had it like a normal minecraft looking character but there's like a very realistic looking human face like kind of protruding out the front (laughs) (laughs) Uh, at least then it would be entertaining on some level uh so so yeah uh basically the takeaway from that that little news story is uh Everyone should kill themselves. Mm-hmm. We should all we should all uh, set a date and time and just end when it all. When does it come out? Did they, was that in the trailer? Because we could set our clocks <sighs> for that. I think I it might know. have been. Like, at the care. very, very end. Neither do I. I. Well, I'm going to play it on stream. I know that. Uh, that's, uh, that's a fucking guarantee. Great. That'll be entertaining. At least, uh, at least it'll make their engine look... Like, at least their engine won't look bad with Minecraft aesthetics. Well, they kind of managed to. It, lo- it does look bad, but it doesn't look any worse than Minecraft looks. It, it kind of does. <laughs> I don't think it does. Minecraft, there's no effort to make it realistic. So what you get a lot of in this is have, like, like very lighting. weird, smooth eyebrow animations yeah. and like, head turning. That it, Oh, man. it's Some of it's pretty freaky. But. They should have, like, okay, they should have watched, like, the Lego movie and and made their, their Minecraft game uh, animated as like the Legos were in the Lego movie, like kind of stop motion style. It I don't takes know if effort, that, though. I don't. Yeah, it would have taken effort. It would have been like a stylized choice that would have required some creative. Thought even if, even if the creative or... thought is only coming from copying someone else who's done it, it would still be probably more than we can expect from the people working on this game. Yeah. What's the Star Citizen? Star Citizen. So it's a bad week for Star Citizen. The money laundering um, scheme is going down the toilet. Allegedly. Alleged <laughs> money Alleged. laundering scheme. Uh, so Star Citizen's executive producer, not the main guy who's Alleged always pimping Alleged cohort. <laughs> Whatever. The actual real executive producer who isn't the guy who's pimping it everywhere um, left. I forgot his name, but it doesn't really matter. It bodes poorly for the project, though. And uh, the FPS module that they announced in April that said would be released shortly after the demo is now delayed indefinitely. (laughs) Indefinitely. Mm. Which is a a really really confidence-imbuing word for the people who have invested $84.6 million through crowdfunding on imaginary ships. Some kind of gawker commenter on one of these articles that I saw, uh, pointed out that they never used the word indefinitely. Uh, so <laughs> it's just vaguely indefinite. Well, they said, I, I saw some comment thread about it, but they said 
something like it, what they didn't say indefinitely, but said something that is basically the same as indefinitely. Well, they didn't. They didn't give any. They didn't give any date. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. It's just like no well, end goal. There, there's just there's still people or out there. There's still people out there, and of course there are because they probably spent thousands of dollars on the game. But there's still people out there like, well, you know, this news sounds bad, but it isn't actually that bad. Your game will never. Well, it will come out. It will come out. There will be a version 1.0 of Star Citizen, and it will be a piece of garbage. Only one or two of their little modules will be worth playing at all, and people will get tired of it within weeks, and it'll be gone. And all your money that you spent years before will be useless. and, And, oh, God. Every single time we talk about Star Citizen, we say... We know it's going to fail. We know it's going to just crash and burn. This is like the beginning of the end. It, it cannot. It cannot be a successful game based on the expectations people have. Not only not only the expectations that the general audience has for it, but also the standards that the developers themselves have set for, them, for themselves. Where it's like, yeah, there's going to be FPS. So people are going to board the ship and then it's going to turn into an FPS and then it's going to be this. And, and it, it, it it is it is absurdly absurdly ambitious and cannot be a success yep preach testify yeah 84.6 million dollars now a game like that vaguely but that doesn't seem like total pie in the sky vapor fest no man's sky the guy uh, yeah. did a demo on IGN yes he did it doesn't look great but it looks like a game now. Yeah, I, I think it looks exactly what I expected it to look like. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, it looks, it looks. I like the, I like the visual style of it. Considering that it's procedurally generated, the visual style is kind of amazing, actually. The, uh-huh. Especially, I really love the, uh, like the red hexagonal crystals that would grow it, out of the ground. It, it's just God. The, it's very, very colorful and and not not trying to look realistic at all. It's very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he was very open about. Sean Murray is the is the head. I don't know what his, his title would be, but he he's open about the influences of the game, which are primarily like, I guess, like fifties sci fi, or maybe even before the fifties, where everything just looked really like just crazy. Like there wasn't this hyper realism that that we have today when it comes to sci fi. It's it's all it's all very uh, clean and and colorful and perfect and. It, it, this game looks very much like that, and I, I, I think it looks awesome. I, I, I really like not only the visual look of it, but also I think it looks like it'll, it might actually be fun to explore in and, and play around with. Yeah, the combat looks kind of weak, but oh, I wasn't definitely. expecting it to be anything yeah. great. It, it should still be better, though, when it comes out, or I hope it is. But they, I guess we should talk about the actual gameplay stuff that they revealed so there's like a wanted system now, kind of like in Grand Theft Auto. Exactly like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, and he even said that that's where he got it from. It's yeah, like, okay, there's yeah. your wanted stars. That's what he called them. <laughs> and so you can kind of commit crimes against nature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if you just kill wildlife, uh, you'll be wanted by the Sentinels, I think the they're Space called. Police. It's yeah, it's like a it's, it's, it's robot. Sentinels. It's robot. Uh, it is like the Sentinels from Halo, I guess. But like, it's these self-replicating robot race or whatever that yeah. protects from pe- bad people like you. By I, he died, but by the end, he was getting chased by a ton of shit. Yeah. So you should probably leave the critters alone. 
And it looks like it looked like even the space police things might have been like randomly generated or something. Like there was this thing coming up over the hill that just looked like a yeah. crazy, scary monstrosity, and he died before it like fully revealed itself. But like it looks like there's some really crazy stuff that they're doing with the randomization stuff, and it, and none of it. Well, I won't say none of it. A lot of the creatures look fucking absurd. Have you seen like the stills of some of the creatures yeah. that were shown in that gameplay? They look. They look. They, I guess. They, I guess you could compare it to like Spore. They just. They, they're randomized, and so they look sometimes ridiculous, and I love it. I think. I think it's awesome. Uh, I'm glad that there's that much uh, uh, variety when it comes. It is to, really cool. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like what Starbound wanted to do with the randomized creatures on their planets because it's 2D and sprite. They really can't make yeah. it interesting. I mean, I. It was like some red. I don't know what kind of animal it looked like, but like a red squat dinosaur thing that was kind of fat and yeah. long that just like bumbled past the guy at one point. Was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The guy talking to him was like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to talk to you, but there's this thing. <laughs> and you can tell like Sean Murray, he's, he's, he's the designer of the game. And so like, it doesn't even phase him, but like, there's just these crazy things. Uh, it, it, and like, and it all, he also revealed that like the ships will be procedurally generated and, uh, uh, I, I don't know, I don't like know how seem- I feel about that because I kind of want to. You kind of want to be able to customize your own ship. Well, right? I think they'll be customizable. He, like he customizable does. He's already talked about customizable parts. parts yeah. yeah. Um. I I don't know how easy it'll be to do all that stuff. I think one of the main ways to upgrade your ship will be to find a better one. I, I'm not sure about that though. That's um. That is yet to be found out. But there's definitely going to be customization. I think when it comes to weapons, there's going to there's going to be customization, but also randomization. Uh, and and so. I don't know. It, it it just it looks it looks fun, and and all these people, like if you've played, if you've played um, Elite Dangerous, then none of this like look at how big the galaxy is should be blowing your mind. Uh, but it is it is really neat it, that that every planet is procedurally generated. Just the technology behind all that is really cool, and and being able to land on any planet and 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 have it fully detailed like that is is yeah. pretty pretty crazy that Did they he- actually achieved something like that. Did he say anything about multiplayer? I might just not yes. Be in the he know. so God, he is still really vague about the multiplayer. Um, and I don't think anyone at this point is 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 putting all their cards on like they're they're being like person to person, like I can see you, you can see me, kind of multiplayer. That uh, all the indications so far have been that like oh, I discovered this planet. Maybe I even mined from this planet, and the next person that comes along will see that I discovered it, and that maybe I named it, and and they might even see the changes that I made on the surface of the planet when it came to like mining it and stuff like that. Um, but then he I, mentioned in the gameplay video, he mentioned he was talking about the the ships were flying in and out of the little ship port thing on the planet, and he said, so these are like you know AI traders, and you know some of them they could even be players. Oh and, wow! And so, but. Is he saying that the ships themselves could be players, or that the players could use the trading post to trade with each other, or like I? It's still there's still like that. I it just I'm really skeptical of that. Um, but that it would if there was any kind of multiplayer that was actually multiplayer and not just like shared world, that will blow my mind. That game is like ripe for playing with friends, though. Yeah, I mean, it the- is the premise and the design it like that would be a perfect fit but it would be super difficult to implement obviously yeah i can imagine i would be willing to wait another 
year. I mean, clearly financial stuff matters. They can't just yeah. do that if they want, but I would be willing personally to wait an extra year for it to have multiplayer. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe it already does. Oh, the anticipation's killing me. All right, speaking Ooh. of space, uh, we together actually watched uh, the new leaked footage of Battlefront's Hoth level being played by some Russians or something. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know how the hell they got their hands on it. I don't know where the leaked footage came from. But uh, yeah, there was like, I guess it was like, what, 10 minutes or so of just straight up a guy playing the game on the mm-hmm. Hoth level. And uh, it looked fucking great. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it's great to see that because our big question coming out of E3 was, how much of this is scripted? Because clearly a lot of it that they showed in the demo was scripted, and there were cuts and edits. That's how they've always done their trailers, yeah. Yes, yeah. So you don't really know, okay, how closely does this reflect the game? And it it looks like bona fide Star Wars action. Yeah, because like you watch watch like the uh, the E3 demo of um, of uh, Hardline, Battlefield Hardline, and and they weren't trying to hide the fact that everything was scripted, like that it was because uh, it was just very obvious. But um, but the it it implied that the game is played a little bit differently than how it actually is because everyone nobody's shooting down the sights, nobody's going down in three shots, you know, nobody's mm-hmm. just instantly dying from a sniper across the map the kind of usual things that you have to get used to while playing a Battlefront game. And so it, it, they make the game look, to me, like more appealing than it actually is just by not playing it like it's actually played. And and my common complaint with that is like, well, why not actually make the game play like you're demoing it? Um, but as when it comes to the Battlefront thing, it looks like it plays almost exactly like it was demoed. Like they've, they've the, the, the weapons don't, they're not just pinpoint accurate and the, the lasers take time to get to the target. So like, people are shooting at each other from across the map, but like you can see them like almost basically just dodging lasers and stuff. Like if you're aware of your surroundings and you're not just going to get fucked and, uh, and, and shit is happening all over the place and it looks good. It doesn't look, it, it looks like the proper amount of battlefront insanity and, and, and not just completely confusing. Like everything looks like it has a logic to it. And it looks like there's actually a lot of fun combat and stuff. I, I was really, really impressed. And what was reaffirmed is that it's not, battlefield for star wars like, i yeah it's its own game it's very it's star wars it's great i'm i am i can consider consider me completely proven wrong 100 percent because my i was saying that there was almost no doubt in in my mind that that this wasn't a battlefield star wars game that it should be just named battlefield star wars because it, it it was just so unlikely to me that dice would do anything else and that ea would do anything else than that uh, but they, it seems like they've really just, like, if, if, if you told me that, like, if, if, if I didn't know that DICE was making this game, I would say that they were drawing inspiration from Battlefront rather than Battlefield, uh, which is huge, honestly. Uh, so I, that's, it's, it's really cool. And the sound, the fucking yes. sound design, it's, it's what you would expect from DICE, but holy shit, it sounds so good. Because oh. it's so, yeah, it's the DICE treatment on Star Wars sounds, which and are Wars sounds just more interesting good. than realistic battle sounds. Yeah. Uh, I love it. So, yeah, try to find, I don't know where the hell to, to tell you to find the, the, you the could, leaked yeah, battlefront footage. You just gotta search for it. You gotta Google it. If you know probably. how to Google, then you'll find it. Um, it is it is really good. That game is actually gonna, I, I am 100% certain that I'm gonna buy that game, because it just looks like, it looks like a blast. Um, so, Yay. That's that's a awesome surprise. 
Um, so uh, the only thing I've got left, we've got left on our little dock here is something I added at the last minute. Team Fortress 2. We talked about it a lot last week. Yeah. Um, we mentioned that, that they were coming out with an update. Uh, and then it was we we did we didn't fully understand what the update was exactly, but uh, you you seemed a little bit optimistic about it, slightly. And the, the small amount of research I've done since then, we we played the game a little bit actually, but I don't think we saw anything that the update changed or anything really. But uh, and I haven't played it since either. Steam, you know, they pop up with those not- notifications every time you you open it, like what's on sale and stuff, and they mentioned the Team Fortress Two thing. First of all, this update is six dollars. Uh, well, it's kind of like um, like a like a what do you call it? Jesus, uh, help me out here. The operations it is exactly like, like yeah, a yeah. CS:GO. It, it, that's exactly what I was getting to. It is literally the exact same thing as one of the CS:GO operations. It, they call it. They might not even call it anything different. I don't know, but they that, they give you ops or whatever. And it's like, you know, get kills with the spy or whatever the fuck. And then you unlock weapons. And the weapons, they're even called, like, uh, battle-hardened, whatever. whatever the, I, I, don't, tested, I don't give a shit about CSGO skins, so I'm very not, not very knowledgeable about this shit. But uh, they even have stat track guns. And they even added animations that are exactly like the CSGO animations where you can look at your gun while you're holding it. And it is just that. They've just done that with TF2 instead of CSGO. Well. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Game was already dead, so can't really it complain. Is, it is. And the, I don't... It's such a shame. It's, it's just a shame. <laughs> Rip. Because you can kind of see that they might be going for yeah. a small esports development thing cuz that's why people watch esports they like their stupid skins and like their you know but there's no way that's going to happen with team fortress 2 even at like its peak the esports for that was never a big thing at all yeah i so. i did have i did have a little bit of fun when we played team fortress 2 for a little while i was confused for a long time because i didn't realize for however i don't know how this happened but my scout put on pyro goggles and so everything was like because first we entered a, so first we entered a my little pony <laughs> server that was really dumb and that you could like level up in like an rpg and so if you hadn't leveled up you just got wrecked um, yeah so okay i, I kind of want to talk about what that was like <laughs> so we go on the the brony server and it's just this massive stupid looking pony town and everybody, they're all regulars, I assume, on the server, is just gathered up in the middle of the map. They're on different teams, and they're just taunting together and doing their custom It's just custom what they do all day. That they pay for, just doing nothing. And they probably were doing that for, like, hours before we got there and hours after we left. <laughs> Maybe they're still doing it right now as we speak. But go on. Um, so after experiencing that server and the badly made level and all that, uh, we, we we switched to a a normal server, and I get in and I'm it's two fort, but I'm really confused because everything's brightly colored just like the MLP map and and all the characters instead of like instead of their normal taunts they're all like giggling and high pitch and and like when you shoot someone instead of blood like balloons come out and I'm like what the fuck is happening like why is this happening and then I realized that at some point when the pyro update was it was 
was implemented, I, I put on pyro goggles. And so that was what was happening. And, and then it was like actually kind of cute. It was funny. But anyway, uh, I, I had, I had some fun playing it, but I was, I was frustrated by exactly what I thought I would be, which is that like, Oh, there's a heavy on the other side of the map. I don't have to worry about him. I'm a scout. He's not going to be able to hit hit me worth a shit. Oh, but oh, he, wait. wait a minute. He has a special weapon that a can snipe weapon. you. special weapon. Yeah, it, it's much more accurate and hard-hitting than his normal weapon, and every heavy is using it because it is the best weapon. And, ugh. Yep. Yep, yep. But everyone was really bad, and I still got first place because I'm really good. Yeah, you know what? You're bad. You're the worst. I was I was you were putting taunting. you on my you back, were, uh, getting the objectives. You were trolling you were just people on the for server. Kills. You're a troll. You're yeah, banned. well. <laughs> right. I don't yeah. think I'll play any more Team Fortress 2. I don't think so either. That's was fun. It's not anymore. Uh, I kind of want to talk about Smash. So oh, go Evo, for it. Evo 2015 is coming up. Is it? And there's some there's some turmoil in the melee community. Oh and Jesus! I don't want to get into too many, you know, names and details because not everybody cares. But um, there's like a core of six players that are just clearly the best, and a lot of them. There's so one of them. His name's Hungrybox. He's getting a real job and is basically going to f- scale back how much he's playing. Mewtwo King, another great player, he is not going to be going to Evo because he's got problems with his hands now. Another player who's considered to be like the seventh best um, posted on Twitter that he's going to make an update about his future in Melee with a frowny face, and he's had health problems too. And so it's some pretty uh, dramatic shape up shake ups at the very top of the ladder. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes after Evo. Yeah, you showed me a video of a of a Smash match. Apparently the Apparently the the one that brought it back as a uh, cultural yeah it was basically dying at that point and uh, I I did enjoy watching that a lot it's it's so much easier to watch Smash Brothers than it is to watch like almost any other fighting game absolutely <laughs> uh, and and and, and to me it looks more satisfying and everything just in other fighting games there you can hardly tell what's going on I mean you know you can see it's not like things are happening really fast but. They'll just be kind of stepping back and forth with some projectiles rotating around them, and you know that there's all kinds of top-level spacing shit going on in their heads, but you can't really see it unless you have an intimate knowledge of how the game works. Smash, you can kind of you can keep track of no matter how much experience you have with it. Yeah, it's simpler. They're jumping, they're moving. You can see when they're about to die, and yeah. And of course, it helps that I've played Smash so that I know how impressive it is when someone like combos someone up in the air and like keeps them up there. Uh, but like, uh, there's something about watching someone do something like that in Smash that's more satisfying than watching someone do it in a fighting game. Where like, I don't know, like a lot of the combos, like, are they just are they just doing these combos that do that automatically? Like, I, I don't know how fucking fighting games work. Basically, it's it's a personal problem in the end. But I I, I, I like Smash Brothers. I'd like to watch this. That's the thing, and that's what makes it thing. so cool as a spectator. Esport is uh, there's such a huge gap in that game between like basic competent play and masterful play versus other fighting games other fighting games require a lot more from a player if you want to play with some basic competency smash brothers doesn't so even with just a little bit of time with the game you can already start to appreciate 
just how crazy the stuff the pros are doing. It's fun to watch. It is. Um, and that's going to be, I think, um, the 17th and 18th that weekend. Cool. All right. Uh, I think that's about it. I think so, too. All right. We've got our podcast in on time this week. Hopefully on time next week. Fresh off the presses. Fresh off the presses. I hope everyone has a good, I don't know, whenever you watch this day. And uh, see you next week.